0: Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 242 of Lave Radio, a show that talks about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Sovereign, and joining me in the orange Sidewinder bar for this episode are Commander Psycho Cow. Good evening, everyone. Hello. Commander Edelweiss. It flushes! <laughs> and Commander Shan. Hello. Do we also have an Ashley? Hello. Dr. Toxic. Yes, Commander Dr. Toxic. There we go. Um, uh, if you wish, you can join us live. Uh, you can access our Twitch chat channel through laveradio.com forward slash live um, and click on live chat. And of course, we are live on twitch.tv forward slash laveradio. Um, so, how the hell is everybody? Um, Grant, tell me about your week. Yeah, well, it's been the the old um
1: post ECM recovery week where we start getting back into the swing of things. So, yeah, lots of things going on. Um not really had much of a chance to get into any eliting, but we're all getting there. Um say so just trying to feel lightly. The the bathroom worked brilliantly, so we have a a very very happy uh, Susie. Um so that's always a, a huge positive. Could you almost say she was a bit relieved? Um, well, you could, but that would just be a bit weird, you you're weirdo.
2: So you're flush with success, are you now? Yeah. Big load off of her mind, I'm sure.
1: Jeez, oh. Yeah, I missed you guys. Not much. <laughs> but no, it's been good fun. Yeah, busy again. We're planning for this week's um, wall tiling, so that's going to be fun and games um, spread out over a long period. But... Not not years weeks, fingers crossed. So yeah, that that's is it for the, the bathroom
0: update this week.
1: Not much going on. The bathroom is good, is working. It's still not flooded. We've started cutting tiles for the wall, which means we'll be starting by applying some tiles tomorrow. Which means no next wish. week so we'll have small Have things.
2: you got lots? you got lots of um, stuff to take down the dump and um, cow? Jeez. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: like this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Shan, what have you been up to? Um, uh, last week I went to
2: see um, Endgame with um, Elder Son, which was, uh, was satisfying. I'm not saying any more spoilers than that. Um,
0: satisfying is a positive emotion.
2: It is, yes, it is. Um, then I uh, had a conversation with said Elder Son, who had been
0: mauled by a meerkat. Uh, <laughs> what? Your son yes. was mauled by a meerkat. Yes. Where did you come into contact with a meerkat?
2: Well, he's one of his friends from university, um, their dad owns a private zoo or a private animal park. They, they, they used to take the animals and show kids and, uh, him and his girlfriend went there to, um, look around the animals. Awesome. And, um, yes, they, they cuddled a skunk, um, right. which didn't skunk them. Um, Thought, thankfully, but apparently skunks only have a tiny amount of skunk juice in them, and once they've used it all up, they can't make any more, so it was safe there. Um, but yeah, so he was uh, he, the, the meerkat was on his girlfriend's shoulder, and he reached out to stroke it, and it then um, leapt on his hand and started biting it, and the meerkat <laughs> was, like, dangling off his hand um, and <laughs> taking chunks out of it, and he's got 40-odd bites from it, it's quite a vicious thing yeah uh, and he, then he got, got stitches it. no, no no they' are well, small.
3: was the Mick being possessive over the guy's girlfriend, or just no, apparently they
2: or? no, apparently, some of them are real psychos, it's
3: just um, a vicious bastards,
2: yeah, okay, so he got so um he got mauled by Sergey <laughs> <saying. laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway in 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 game um. I have uh, finished Distance World 2 last week, so I'm parked at Beagle Point, uh, waiting uh, for Ben to finally get there. Um, right. And I've been trying my hand at this void open mining thing to see whether you really can earn millions and squillions of credits in an hour, but we'll come on to that later.
0: Have you been doing that out there on DW2 or with a different account? No, no, my, my shenanigans
2: account is a Distance World 2 and uh, um, my, my main account is in the bubble.
0: Ah, cool. Does your um does your mere cat fondling son play a lead?
2: Um no, but he's doing a law degree and he's in his final year so he barely has time to sleep at the moment. No, fair enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he barely has time to sleep by animals. Well, oh I forgot he got he got um he got scratched by a raccoon as well. So I was I was um I, I was seeing asking him if he was going for the animal bite unlock. Especially <laughs> <laughs> the
0: trophy, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> um Commander Edelweiss, how has your week been?
2: Uh, yeah, my
3: week's been great. I've been sitting on my children again. I uh, I've been Trying to find the, um, the congratulations, Commander, you have managed to escape the Noob Zone, we'll give you a mission thing. Um, uh, why you... Heard in- the- Pardon? Did you buy an old? I, well, I've been playing with the Labor radio
0: account. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, as you do. Um, the Laberadio radio has that- been around for longer than the Noob Zone, though, right?
3: It's been around for a lot longer than the Noob Zone, but it still only had about—I think it had about 200 credits to, it, to its
0: name—and couldn't actually get anywhere. Did it find? Did, did you find it transported to the Noob Zone when you logged in?
3: Well, no! I went off and killed it. So on patch day, um, I went off and killed it and started afresh on patch day on the show. Yeah, and basically did everything live on the show as if it was a new commander and they didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I didn't really have to do any, no acting there then. Um, but I've been (laughs) continuing on with that, trying to, you know, I've got myself up to mostly harmless and mostly penniless or whatever it is. But I still haven't seen any, Hey, congratulations, commander. You're not a complete idiot anymore. Why don't you go out here as well and play? Huh? So I'm I'm investigating that and trying to find out what the hell I need to do for it.
0: Yeah, that'd be a great bug if people couldn't leave the noob zone.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, I am sure I could leave the noob zone if I wanted to, but I, I remember reading in the patch notes or somewhere that we would get an invite to leave the noob zone. And oh I was, yes, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, to do the whole that. new new player thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um.
3: And then I'll probably fly the Orange Sidewinder off to Laver and leave it there for for the rest of its life until <laughs> we have to do something with it again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Mm. Um,
3: so I, I did that, and like Shan, I also went to see Endgame, and yeah, I'll, I'll agree with Shan. The guys did good. Um, it's a very... It it's, a good, it's a very... It's a good ending to the past, what, nearly 15... Eight, however, many years of films that the MCU have been producing now.
2: Yeah, considering the size of the tasks they had to do to wrap everything up and finish everything off, they did a good, they did a really good job of it. It's bloody hard to do in a, in a feature film. It'd be easier to do oh, it in okay. a ten episode series. Well, especially when you've got so many characters that people look out for. Because if you if you miss out X from the film then all x's fans would moan why wasn't x in it so you yeah. kind of have to give each each character there
0: at least some meaningful screen time the story yeah
3: that,
0: yeah that's that's what i find really that's what turns me up about those films they're not there's too many too many characters to <laughs> anyway different yeah different podcast um commander dr toxic how has your week been it's been pretty good.
4: I have not seen Endgame. <laughs> you and me both. And we'll start a club. I'm... Sorry, <laughs> I said you and me both. Uh, let's not watch it together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing a lot of um, editing for. You've been yes, doing audio I editing.
4: Been up to it in editing for the past few days for Sagittarius. I. It's been worth it though. It's been absolutely brilliant. Just good. listening to it. Sitting here every time I add a new article to it, every time I do an edit, it just sounds that little bit better. So it does, it does indeed. I've been listening as well. Issue been... nine will be ready to come out next week. I'm next pretty sure Thursday. You said. Issue Thursday. eight coming out this
0: Thursday. Issue nine coming out next Thursday. Surely good. Um, and have Yay. you managed to get into game at all? What game? <laughs> the space game. Oh, uh, it's still Elite it's it's co- <laughs> it's called elite dangerous
4: no i haven't played that for quite a while and i do kind of feel bad about it but you i'm try it. really try. not looking forward to getting back into it because at the moment i'm over at jack's station i hmm. still haven't moved since the thanksgiving expedition
0: well if you play your cards right by the time you get back into it there might be a ferry service <laughs> Ooh, anyway moving on uh well my week's been great i what have i been doing um went out for lunch with my dad on saturday He took me for a, a deeply uninspiring uh pasta at an italian um and apart from that i've just been pottering about doing usual freelance work uh and um in game i've been um what have i been doing i spent a uh, an hour or so doing laps of Dav's Hope this afternoon um, to prep for a new engineering project, which I've got, which is a um, uh, a combat Viper um, with 2,000 points of hull um, for like potentially PVP and that kind of thing. Um, but as I was doing it, I realized that um, if you go to a, a HasRes, or actually preferably not a HasRes, maybe like a, a high-intensity resource extraction site, and you take a multi-role ship with something like uh, just a laser on it, and collector limpets. You can just follow the swarm of police ships around, and every time they aggro a pirate, you can just land a few laser shots on the pirate before it blows up, and then boom, you get the uh, you get the XP from killing the pirate, and you also get the bounty, and your collectors will go and collect all of the um, the goodies that it drops. Um, and I was doing that with a couple of friends in Malaysia the other day, and I realized that actually doing that with two is pits is more efficient for collecting materials than uh, Dav's Hope, um, which was and great. And this is discover. what we call
2: mining. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Sue, didn't you realize that that's the way you earn money really quickly when you're a new player is follow the police around and
0: text no. stuff? Ah. Okay, well, I've 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 been engaging in new player cheating. Then, cool, cool. I've only been playing this for four years. Cool. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, let's see. I guess the first thing is development news, really. Um, and the big development news this week is the Bridging the Gap initiative. Um, so, for for those of you who don't know, most most listeners will. Oh,
3: Please. What what? All aboard, please.
0: <laughs> um most of you'll probably be aware, but the the, the first interstellar initiative uh, has been um kicked off. And all we know about it so far is is that it's a it's a sort of semi role played event involving two rival corporations in the bubble um competing to open a um uh a sort of in in the first instance a ferry service to um colonia no, so not Colonia. um the the guardian uh region uh, about 700 light years away and um the uh the first um iteration or well, the first stage of this is um has been announced as a, a public poll on the uh on the frontier forums um whereby forum users have been asked to vote between five systems as to where the um where the ferry service could run uh to and from um it's the the mechanics of it are that a um there'll be a megaship in the bubble and a megaship in the destination system and every week on the weekly server tick those two will swap places um, and anybody docked in either one will end up on the other one um the five systems are all relatively close together between six and 700 light years away and i think they're all fairly close to each other as well. Does anybody know how far the systems are away from each other?
2: Um, I think they are within 100 light years of each other. So I think the closest is 650 and the furthest is 750 or something, which in a modern up-to-date ship
0: is only two or three jumps. Yeah, yeah. I um, I know that three of them are in a little cluster and are literally one jump apart. Um, so uh so anyway, so this has uh kicked off about 18 pages of um of forum feedback, um, which gotta say, like, it's pretty much overwhelmingly negative. Um having browsed a fair bit of it. The there are obviously people who are um who are there are always a, a fair few people who um, just appreciate any kind of development. But it, but overwhelmingly, the feedback that I've seen so far has been pretty negative to the idea um, for a host of reasons. So, um, Shaq, do you want to please? Yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah. So this
4: is the only news story really I've read to do with Elite recently. And I did go and have a look at the forum post and thread myself. And it's like getting a bus from London to Aberdeen what street in aberdeen do you want to be dropped off in i don't give a damn i'm closer than where i was by like most of the distance and they're calling this a community interaction well
2: the the thing is and is we haven't actually been told what we're voting for you know what is the difference between this system and this system in terms of what difference will, will it be make? So we've been asked to make a decision completely blind without knowing any of the consequences at all um, until after we've voted. And what my concern is, is how do we know our choices are going to be implemented that we voted for? And what if the people of the sign en h 1196s will not demand a confirmatory vote? Um, LAUGHTER so My concern is that we won't ever end up with a ferry service at all. <laughs> That's right. Well, we we will have a. Of course, the um uh, the, the mega ship buses will, of course, be red with the with the signs. We will save you thirty six million credits a year on the side. <laughs> <laughs> but being a bit serious for the moment, it's a it's a little bit tricky to ask us to vote on something before they've revealed what the consequences are. And there's going to be a live stream on Thursday where they go through this, but the voting period is only a week. So we kind of lose three days of potential voting yeah, because absolutely. we don't actually know what we're voting for. So absolutely. it's a little bit strange. I, and yes,
0: we have the Brexit jokes, but the parallel is interesting. Yeah, the, um, uh, I think a week is quite a long time on the internet especially on the frontier forums the, things tend to threads a week old thread is quite an old thread do you think um, if we ask Frontier, they'll give us an extension because we haven't decided <laughs> properly <laughs> look any guardian ferry service is um is better than no guardian ferry so <laughs> um
4: the um it was <laughs> really striking the rest of us are happy to fly for uh, 600
0: light years to go shoot some damn Thargoids. <laughs> It's um, uh, there were two things immediately that stuck out as that struck me as as being unusual. Um, well, you know, pretty inexplicable decisions. One of which was the fact that on the face of it, it's not obvious that there is any difference to any of these systems at all. Even when and and props to Frontier actually, Will and Page did actually really quickly, um, like. like accept the criticism that there was no context around the decision and gave us some more information on the, on the target systems. And actually that kind of made that kind of highlighted the problem as being worse than initially realized, because having, having a look through the five, four of them offer the same reward. Three of them are one jump away from each other. Um, And none of them are particularly distinctive. None of them are, you know, they're pretty much identical there's there's no there isn't any real benefit to one or the over the other. So to my mind, either there is some significance to the five and that marks them apart from each other in some distinctive way in which which we haven't yet realized and which will be revealed on Thursday. That could well be the that could that could totally be the case. Like Will could, will could come on stream and say, you know, each of the five have a wildly different thing to interact with. Great. In which case. Throwing open the vote four days beforehand is a weird choice, or if there's no distinction between them, then it really does just look like, just look like they've plucked five systems that happen to have a guardian thing in them and not really look very closely at what that thing is or even how far away they are from each other.
2: Yeah, I haven't had a chance to look at them yet because what I thought when I saw the systems, I thought, ah, okay, one one will get you weapon components, one will get you module components, and one will get you ship components, and the other two will get you something else. So, therefore, by choosing either module, ship, or um, weapon, or vessel, components, you, no, or yeah. yeah Module ship kind or of,
0: um, what's the other one? Weapon. That's it.
2: Yeah. So you, by choosing one of those, that's kind of the next Guardian module we'll get.
0: Yeah, but they are. Well, that's, that's true. But the thing is that four of them are vessel blueprints, and one of them, four of the four of the systems have a site in them which gives um, vessel blueprints. Uh, blueprints, and one of them gives module blueprints. So that that to me looks like that says that the 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 blueprint drop is not the deciding factor, is not what they've chosen this on. Um, well, what they sh- yeah, I mean it's just strange because I would have thought they would have
2: had the live stream on Thursday and then told us what the consequences were, and then says, "Oh, lines are now open" or
0: something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It would have, it yeah, I mean I think definitely a lot of people have said um this decision makes no sense. I mean the the, the Ash's um bus analogy is quite a good one. It's it's like being offered a bus service between London and Oxford and being asked to vote which shop the bus stops outside. Well actually it's pipes. worse than that,
2: isn't it? It's it's like being asked to choose um a bus starting in London and um, finishing up in either Tottenham, Arsenal, or Chelsea. <laughs> yes, yes, in, yes. Because in galactic terms, yeah, six hundred light years is what ten jumps.
0: It's thirty-five if jumps it, for a twenty. It, 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 if you yeah. I worked it out so that it if seven hundred light years away with a twenty light year jump range, um, which you know some players might have, um, is thirty-five jumps. Um, each the, the minimum hyperspace time is thirteen seconds. Um, so even if you allow a minute per jump, it's only it's just over half an hour. Do we know if
2: there's going to be a fee,
0: like a bus fare or anything for that? Don't know. Probably not. Um, ben, do you want to jump in?
3: Yeah, I'm just wondering if the megabus will have any toilet facilities and things like that on it. Um, you know, if we're going. One of the benefits potentially of this, I'm going to try and actually go positive for a second, is you're out there at the Guardian sites, and yeah, you're about half an hour away, say, away from a tech broker who could go off and take all your freshly stolen Guardian technology and turn it into something that you actually want. Perhaps the Megabus will have said tech broker around on it, and then you can just go off and say, "Hey, I've got off and stolen these five ship components. Could you please turn it, give me a gun now?"
0: Yeah, that, that could potentially be the case. Yeah, that, yep.
3: that, that might be a that might be a benefit of it at least. Um,
2: I was just thinking it would bring a whole new meaning to uh, mooning passers
0: by, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the um, you've just you've made quite a good point but the i guess the cynic in me wants to say why are you coming up with that why 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 haven't frontier said hey the reason that this is going to be meaningful is because the the megaship will have x it will be it will be a fully functioning home away from home for as long as you want to be out there grinding for whatever um like frontier often um, the community managers often on um, social media and things have expressed frustration that people accuse Frontier of uh, communicating poorly. This yeah. is precisely one of those occasions. Well potentially. In- I mean
3: it could just be well, we've we've picked five random systems to do with Guardians out of our asses, and there's no there's yeah, nothing on the ship. Precisely, you know, possible.
2: Yeah. It yeah, yeah. So what about the mechanics of actually voting on a website? Well, well that's another thing. What
3: the fuck yeah. are they thinking? To be polite <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean that that the other the other big flashpoint on the thread is obviously the fact that for the first of these interstellar initiatives which were which were due to replace community goals which everybody's accepted have become a little bit um tired was that they would um uh you know they were going to be bigger, longer um and um and you know inject new life into the game. To kick them off with something that exists entirely on the forum seems a bit of a misstep. Um I don't remember the the exact stat, but I'm fairly sure that somebody from Frontier in the past has said that the percentage of people that use the forum is very low, like something like something like between five and ten percent of people who own who own a game license use the forum that might be why they're chosen
2: that way personally though I think I would have preferred to have a um a gowner article saying. Uh, we want to speed up research. to Guardian, our Guardian technology, etc. And these are the sites we want to investigate, and the, be- and the benefits of this site is this. So, all we'll have it in game. Yeah, and absolutely. If, and, if you, and if you want the the, the mega bus to stop at this particular site, drop hydrogen fuel off at this station, and if you want this one, you drop off hydrogen. So basically, you fuel the the mega bus up. For its oh, yeah,
0: that's brilliant. That's what? What was that?
2: <laughs>
0: so the so then,
2: yeah. So then, basically, it's a check the players
0: choose which mega bus to fill up, uh, um, and which one goes. Yeah, that is that's a great idea. There, there are loads of ways that the vote could have been done in game. Frontier can track all sorts of any any kind of interaction with the game systems. Frontier can track for any single player. Um, even even jettisoning things could have been done as a way to as a way for players to vote in game. Um, Toxic, do you want to jump in?
4: yeah the only thing i would have to question it is how many people would actually use it i mean you go out to do the Thargoids, you probably go out there for an hour or so tops it's the guardians maybe a few
2: hours about the same number of people who use a normal bus i think (laughs) (laughs)
0: um well it depends what you um it's it's a good question like if you want to get involved in um any of the anti Xeno stuff, any of the Thargoid fight uh, Thargoid fighting, um getting the Guardian kit is a is a prerequisite really, because it's by far the most effective way to fight Thargoids. Um in fact you can't in, you can't fight interceptors at all without special um anti anti alien stuff. And um and the you can, you just don't win. <laughs> well yeah, they're just they just rubbish. Um so, if you want to engage, if you if you want to engage with that part of the game at all, you kind of have to do the guardian stuff. So it's kind of a the thargoids are, are considered late game content because they're hard. So I guess you could say that that, that engaging with guardian ruins is something of like a like a mid game kind of um, sort of milestone. So so potentially quite a lot of people. Um, but I don't know about the rest of you. But I I made a list of what I needed. Went out there for a, it took me half an hour an hour to get there. Um, and then uh, spent a couple of hours out there and then came back all within their
2: day. I do wonder, just thinking about logistics, whether the Megabus will have a large landing pad, because if anyone has tried to take a large ship out to a Guardian site and find a place to land, it's more challenging
0: (laughs) than getting the Guardian material. Yeah, yeah, good point. Ben?
3: I just actually want to say that I was actually on a mega bus on Sunday, and it was almost full.
1: <laughs> wow, um, there you go.
3: Including cool. one guy on a very nice gaming laptop that was not me playing Rocket League.
0: Cool. Fair so,
3: enough. Yeah,
4: well, the, the other th- bus as well is. Um, it's not going to work for like three or four
2: weeks, and then four buses are going to show up at once. <laughs>
3: That could also
2: that be that be funny. So, do we think then? Because it's it's going to be once a week. Uh, do you think it will move at the server tick? Yeah, Almost I think
3: certainly.
2: so. Yeah. So that would mean you need to board the mega bus. Um,
0: a Wednesday evening, probably. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it depends what time zone you're in, but um, you'll need to for for UK, you'll need to you'll need to board it on Wednesday evening, and then you'll wake up in. Work up in guardian land on thursday but it does beg the question who's who would plan to spend a week there um I, I i did like the the april update was primarily aimed at new and casual players you know it had features that made the game uh let made it easier for people who have to be away from, like maybe want to go afk for a while to look after kids or do housework or whatever and it had the, the whole newbie zone that made it easier and and a much better onboarding process for new players so if the if the thinking behind this is with new or casual players in mind i can imagine if you've got a busy job and a family and you can only get in game for a couple of hours not having to spend those hours jumping would actually be a really good idea if you could just hop on a wednesday night dock somewhere and then wake up next time you play in the guardian area spend a couple of hours there and then you don't play the game for another four days and then when you next log in you're back in the bubble i can imagine that really working um so if if, the, if they have new or casual players in mind, it would make sense. But that begs the question of why have you chosen the, the forums to do the vote? Because the forums is overwhelmingly veteran players. And a very, very small percentage of the player base at that. Um, anyway, some, some feedback from the...
2: Oh, go on, Sean. No, I was going to say, um, because the forums are now linked to an in-game account, uh, it's it's a lot harder to have Sock Puppet votes, but also um, is it if you're a new player would you know to sign up to the forum and do that? Well precisely, yeah, that, that's a good question. Is, is, there is, something is, is, right? uh, I was just thinking of, I was just seeing um, people are chanting the wheels on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: There something thing, like game uh, uh, yeah. um, licenses. There are yeah. definitely not four million forum users. I, I was trying to think of an elite version of the
2: wheels on the bus, but the rotational correction of the, of the bus goes round and round.
0: <laughs> does <fit laughs> somehow. <laughs> really? Um, some feedback from the... There are a couple of pretty the good spoilers
3: comments. on the bus are a waste of space. Waste of <laughs> space. Waste of space. There you go. <laughs>
0: Uh, Commander Jonas said, uh, you're kidding, right? The first week of the new inter- Interstellar initiative is voting on the forums. One quarter of this amazing immersive new CG is placing a vote for a system with absolutely no context as to why. Please tell me this isn't what you think qualifies as gameplay, which is pretty biting, but I can't really fault his logic. Uh, Commander Niku or Nisu, um of Remlock fame said, don't get me wrong. I'm really happy about Interstellar initiatives, stories supported by features. But it's only for the English-speaking community and those who read the forums, and no hauling to build a megaship or outpost, by which he means no gameplay associated with it, plus no description about these systems, so players will randomly vote for one system, and we have to wait one week, presumably he means on, you know, in the Guardian area or, or the other end. The first step is to vote for a system we have no details on. Hmm, I don't know what to think about it, which is a pretty diplomatic way of saying the same thing, really. And then uh, Commander Aiki Zvezda, uh said, anyway, I checked out all of those on EDSM and they all appear virtually identical planet-wise. So honestly, this vote is not one that matters at all. Yes, you can argue that the actual contents of the Guardian Ruins themselves matter, but they are all within walking distance pretty much. Um, the... Um, which yeah I can't can't really argue with any of that all all of those all of those points are absolutely correct it, do, it does certainly appear that um, that either there's more to it that they haven't told us in which case we're back to the old frontier why don't you communicate properly um, or it's been or there's not been a great deal of thought put into it
2: I, I suspect know. I have thought about them being compared being to them I think what we're not seeing is the grand scheme of things. Because maybe this vote is just to test a process out internally um, rather than actually having a game mechanic. Because if you link it to an in-game mechanic and the processes behind it aren't right, we end up with another gnosis situation.
0: That's true. Yeah, you're be- you're being quite generous um, and inviting the the ire and scorn of the entire forum using player base would be an unusual way to test a system. Ben? Well, I was going to say, why else is new, anyway?
4: <laughs> if you're going
3: to have a beta test, why don't you have it during the beta test? You know, we had this, like, period of time before the update came out when people could have... They could have actually run a beta and, you know, maybe put a little thing on the forums, said, right, this isn't the full stuff, guys. Here's a little test. Try it out. See what you think.
0: Well that that's assuming there's two things. One that's assuming that they um that it is test it is a testing a concept. I don't think it is. I think that I think that somebody has said
3: if it isn't then what the hell's the excuse? Well precisely.
0: I think somebody has thought, "Oh, player agency, let's give them a choice." Without thinking that well, hold on, this was supposed to replace an in-game activity, which is community goals. So doing mm-hmm. it out of game isn't a great idea. And I and it it's certainly from 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 where we're standing it it certainly looks like they there's no meaningful difference between any of these systems. They're not even, they're not even meaningfully far away from each other. Um, really, really not. No, the second point to, to what you just said is the, um, another slight bugbear of mine. The, the, um, the, the patch last week, slightly different topic, but kind of linked into this kind of idea of communication. Um, mm. I've never seen or heard in any game of a patch so modest in scope Wrecking so many things, <laughs> um, that that patch never
2: was, in the field of, of computer <laughs> yes exactly yeah, so yeah. much wrecked
0: <laughs> by, <laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> or so many by so <laughs> yes precisely. I mean, I, I've i no, no patch that the, the, the I've been playing since launch. No patch that the game has ever had has ever introduced bugs, which meant that I that I couldn't play. um But the 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 shield bug, the, the power dis- the, the the power priorities bug, um the um the frame shift oh, uh, sorry, the um the yeah the, the um what's it called the, the frame rate bug. All of those made logging in deeply unpleasant. And the update was was a couple of tiny new quality of life modules and a newbie zone. I've like I've never seen an update so small have such a dramatically bad impact on the game. Have Conversely you? Conversely,
2: I wasn't affected that much by stuff, so it may be your mileage may vary. And fair enough. Uh, yes, I uh, yes, it was annoying, but I don't don't really do trading anymore, and my modules didn't reset every time I dropped a super cruise. Um, so, I also I, I also think the uh, the amount of effort and changes were actually probably more significant than a lot of people think because they reworked a whole load of ui stuff to make it more console friendly um and
0: so i think it was a little bit more than just a couple of quality of life stuff fair enough and i don't, I don't know how difficult changing the ui is it might be that cha- it's ui changes supposedly up. very difficult it's fair enough difficult. okay i i guess the i guess the the i guess my point was that um it was it was a beta would not have been a terrible idea that date um well and- the issue what they do with betas
2: though they tend to do them two weeks before it releases without a time to fix the issues people
0: find in them well they often do fix a lot of issues in betas um for all the previous betas they they've they've fixed many bugs and made changes throughout um I'd be very given given how widespread things like the frame rate issue are I'd be amazed if that made it out of the other end of the beta. Um anyway, we're getting slightly off topic. I, I, I guess my point was that given the cost of that update last week, it was a particularly un- serendipitous time to to drop a a uh, a decision like this forum vote, I guess. Um so, um what do we think we're going to hear on uh, on Thursday's live stream? Does anybody have any idea of um, uh, of what details they're going to reveal? Um, Will has said that um, they'll be going through that. His post said, we'll be going through the details about the Guardian sites and the systems on the live stream this Thursday. So presumably they, 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 they know they've got differences enough in mind between the five systems that they'll have something to talk about.
2: I was going to say, unless they want the live stream to the last five minutes, <laughs> there has to be more to it than just choose a choose a random series of letters and vote for it you know they, uh, maybe what they'll have like they'll have a developer come on and like give a uh, manifesto for each one of the systems yeah that'd be good that'd be great and then they kind of have to uh, extort the value of signing for EN-H-1196 <laughs> just to uh, you know Put people's minds at rest is a non-biased representation. <laughs> ben, do you want to jump in?
3: I'm at the risk of feeling negative again here. Well, I suspect the live, and this is if we're lucky, will be will will go to the system using dev magic, get out in his SRV and drive around it a little bit maybe talking a little bit about something, but it'll be basically let's drive around a Guardian site and have a giggle. It's I
0: He does say we'll be going through the details about the Guardian sites and the systems. Um,
3: yeah, you can do that while saying, look, I'm driving along the, the main road. You can't see my air quotes there, but I'm driving yeah. down the main road of the thing, and this is the altar where you go off and worship and hand your bits in. And these are where you get. These are the pylons that you have to energize. Oh, and look if you scan these other bits, you get other things. Yeah. And maybe explaining how it all fits in with Ramtar, etc.
0: Yeah, and it could and, be. Um, and and it, the the details. The, there's no reason they couldn't just go through this, the things that are on the um, the context forum thread that Page added, which is basic stuff like how far away they are from Sol, yeah, the distance from the jump point, that kind of thing.
2: But I mean, they could do that. They could go through it, couldn't they? Uh, if, if the players who have never seen the Guardian Ruins before.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. I mean, what would be nice, and I don't think there's any need for them to do this, but I'd like them to maybe start out with, okay, this is the Guardian space structure that you actually need to get first. Because um, from what I understand, we're basically we're going to a Guardian ruin site, but... If I remember doing my guardian stuff properly, at least for some of the modules, you had to go and get widgets from the stuff in space, didn't you?
0: To- yeah, there's, for the vessels, you need to go to yeah. a, you need to go to the beacon. So actually, the, a vote between a guardian site and a, and a beacon and something else useful would have been um, would have probably yeah, been more the, meaningful.
3: There's a different. There's a distance between the guardian beacons and the and the ground sites as well, isn't there?
0: Yeah, quite a quite a difference.
3: Yeah. Um,
4: toxic. Do you want? Did you want to leave in? Uh, regarding the live stream, I'd like to know why they didn't release the details of their question as to what system they're going to drop the mega ship in when they dropped the question for it.
0: What do you mean? Exactly. Do, you, do you mean on the same day as the live stream?
4: Well, <laughs> the way I see it is they've asked for a vote, and they've put next to their no detail out. Yeah. And then they're going to do a live stream and give the detail out. Yeah, by which time most of the forum
0: will have already voted, most probably. Or and will the have held off. And... Time. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because yeah. they want us to have a confirmatory vote. <laughs> if there is anybody from Frontier Listing, um, it would be... These sort of questions are, why we occasionally accuse Frontier of not being the best at communication. Um this is exactly the kind of topic that this is exactly a, a brilliant example of an occasion which justifies that um that charge really. Um, this is something that if, if there's more to the systems than we are aware of, tell us why the vote's meaning meaningful. If there's not, and it's just any any old system um, and it's not really aimed at veteran players who think nothing of half an hour of jumping. It's actually aimed at the new players. It should have been done via a pole in the the starters area or something like that. There are, you know. Um, and anyway, also, sorry. for the record,
3: even though I know I've been fairly negative, I still love y'all. <laughs>
0: <And> the thing <laughs> is, so that is player
2: maybe player. why the community goal style choose your where you want to fuel the ship up works because you can get rewards credit and profit from selling the stuff so there is at least an in-game motivation for doing it yes it's one that's been going on for five years but one more wouldn't hurt i don't think so yeah it would be interesting to know the rationale behind it or it might just be one of those uh we have to trust frontier
0: and they've got a plan it'd be great to know whether there there is a plan it would be deep it would be really sad if on thursday transpires in the live stream that actually there's been no thought put into those systems at all. Four of them give the ship blueprint because nobody bothered to check and three of them are one jump away from each other because nobody bothered n- Nobody bothered to check. That would be very, very sad. And if it's not the case then it would have been wise to point that out earlier rather than allow four days of um, anger on the forums about it.
4: My other Sorry. question is have they really replaced the cg
0: system with a question on a forum (laughs) will was pretty quick to point out that this is just the first stage so to be fair props to will and i do think will is brilliant at this and i i I think the guy's got a it's it's, he's pretty good at the um uh, managing responses and things um within like an hour or two he did leap in and say, "Okay, guys, we've heard you. We've heard the criticism. We'll give you more context about around the systems, more information around the decision you're making, and um, and this is only the first part of instellar initiatives. And we've heard you, and we won't do any of, we won't make any part of them out of game in future. They'll all be in game. So props to Frontier, like they did take it on board pretty quickly. Um, but um, uh, after that." Um there was a few more pages of um of ire, uh, and then um and then we'll reveal that the, the mechanism behind it would be um a megaship stationed in the bubble and a megaship stationed in the Guardian region that would swap positions once a week. Um, do you think if they'd have just
2: do you think if they'd have said, Okay, we'll do a mega bus service from um I don't know, Lave to Colonia and it would do one stop off a week at the various stations on the way, so you could basically megabus bus the national express coach, so to speak, from lay for example, to Colonia and then back again, where it takes you a week to do each stage. Do you think people would be more
0: amenable to that um I think colonia would be a colonia would be definitely meaningful um i th- I think colonia would be a if it was a vote. If it was say a vote between a ferry service between Colonia, Sagay and I don't know, like Formidian Rift or the Heart and Soul, something like that, that would be that would be a useful vote. Yes, it would make the galaxy a bit smaller, but that is you know, we're five years in and the game has a ten or so year development lifetime, it is reasonable to expect the galaxy to feel smaller over time as as, as our ability to traverse it increases. So yeah, like that would be I could totally see that happening, and I'd have probably supported that. Uh, well, I wouldn't support it via a forum vote, but um, if done in game, then yeah, I can see that working. So we could then say we're
2: definitely leaving the bubble. <laughs> 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 i got to get them out of the system. Sorry,
0: listeners. <laughs> no, do it. Do it. Absolutely. It's, you just,
2: it's just the parallel is so acute.
0: It's kind of. Anyway. Yeah. Shall we move swiftly okay. on? We should, yeah. Ben had a, a good idea. Let's discuss alternatives. What have you got in mind,
3: Ben? Well, I'm just thinking at the moment, we've got basically a weekly bi-directional bus going between two places. Yeah. Now, we know that Einstein, Rosen, Bridges are a thing. Instead of a megabus that you've got to get on before five o'clock in the morning on a, th- on a th- Thursday... And then it goes off and takes you the length of a server patch to get there. Why couldn't we have rare Einstein-Rosen bridges in some form that maybe form a network of stargates? For sake of arguments,
0: fair enough. It would and community
3: yeah you know, make a community goal to build it even.
2: But here's an interesting thought. We were supposed to have had carriers by now, which were supposedly independently movable, and so we were told wouldn't rely on the weekly server tick. Mm -hmm. So my question is, is what happened to that tech? Because even if you don't apply them to carriers... The the tech should still be in place to do that, and I do remember reading when they well, maybe they, they couldn't do
3: the tech. That's part of the problem. Well, we haven't got it.
2: Well, if you remember the Gnosis event, they jumped the Gnosis, didn't they? Outside of the server tick,
0: yeah. I think they can they can do it at any time. Um, I don't I don't think the I think they they can choose to uh, to do the weekly tick whenever, but but unless Unless hand of God it, it happens once a week on a Wednesday night. And why not daily? There is a daily tick. Um, yeah, it could be daily. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why the the ferry service couldn't be daily. That would definitely be more useful. I might even use it if it was daily. Yeah, yeah, a daily
3: service to a guardian site and back. Yeah, I could see myself making use of that. On the other hand, a weekly service. I'm not even sure I could be bothered to wait for it to wait at the the location in the bubble to even take me in one direction of it. I certainly don't see myself hanging out at a Guardian site for a week before I can come back home.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I can can see people waiting if they only get an hour or so in-game a week. I can see that. Um, But forum users are probably not that demographic. And... um, Therefore, asking them seems a funny decision. Um, but if you if you were really busy and didn't have a lot of time in game, maybe a, a week might make sense. But um, but I can't imagine most players are in that position. Really, um, most M- most people who play MMOs do so as a bit of a lifestyle choice. Except Elite is an MMO,
3: <laughs> and I'm assuming lifestyle there is in life. At, in inverted commas.
0: A lot, I guess. Is the point I'm making. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So al- alternatives. The I, I, like, if we move on, Frontier have already conceded that doing it on the forum wasn't a great idea, so we probably ought to drop that a bit. Um, but alternatives to the mechanism. Um, we've got different targets in mind. Uh, so, like Colonia, for example. And a more frequent ferry service. Both of those I could see working really well. Either either a daily ferry to the Guardian site, or um, uh, or a more meaningful choice between destinations. Um, but if it, even if it was a daily ferry to the to the site, it still doesn't explain why. It still doesn't highlight the differences between the five systems that we're being asked to choose from.
2: The only reason I can think of them doing it on the
0: forum is to drive people to the forum. Yeah, could be that. Why, why do you think that would be desirable?
2: Because as you've said previously, that only a small proportion of players actually read a games forum, and by directing them to a forum to do something, like vote on something, it does direct them to the forum, and maybe they'll see all the positive posts there and want to stay. I I mean, could it be random
4: shower thought just to test to make sure that the forums are all working I mean it's they were hoping for a lot
2: of traffic I assume which is why they put the vote there well <laughs> <But laughs> the thing is though, actually thinking about it if you want to drive people to a forum you give them a reward like I don't know free decal if you if you click on this button on the forum or something like that that's how you test whether something works or not you give them something rather than a intent
0: rather than intangible location yeah also toxic why are you in the shower all the best things
4: happen in the shower <laughs> fair enough why are you questioning this now we've been on it for how long <laughs> it's that time of the year again soothe
0: right fair enough yeah he has a shower every year <laughs> Um anyway, we could probably uh we could probably move on a bit. I feel like we're sort of covering covering the same ground. Um does anybody want to chip in any more on this before we move on to other things? No. Nope. Okay. Um Right. Well uh the other thing that happened that was fairly noteworthy in the community this week was um the uh, the probably record-breaking amount of money that people have managed to make from void-opal mining. Um, I'm pretty sure it was over a quarter of a, um, a billion credits in one uh, in one single session. Uh, it was two hours, wasn't it? I, I actually tried this. And although it's theoretically, you know, it is
2: possible to do that. It's by far the exception. Rather than the rule because you actually have to get a perfect spawn of um, eligible asteroids to blow apart and you have to get your positioning for your seismic charges exactly right to get the mother load out and there's a whole lot of things that have to go right in order to get that um, right. and I would I would anticipate you know the, the average player would probably be in the 25 to 50 range million.
0: Per okay, per yeah. That's, so, that's quite we, a lot lower. What, yeah, some, what, what's the point about the... Um, how does the getting the seismic charges right? How does that well, work? Well, if you, oh, if you
2: put too much charge in your seismic charges, you won't get the yield to avoid opals from the asteroid. And if you do too little, is basically a damp squib, and you seal off the fissures. So you, again, you reduce the potential for getting void opals out. So you have to get the positioning right
0: um, in order to maximize okay, the right, yield. Okay. So you, you just mean cracking the core successfully, making sure it's optimal. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is it? Am um, I right in thinking that the that figure was done by two void opal hotspots overlapping? And therefore doubling the spawn rate is that some right i believe so yes yeah. so you can
2: get them with the overlap because the, the place where i i did it before that like, before this there was a void opal hotspot and a ice low temperature diamond overlapping
0: and i'd get both at a certain point cool that's pretty good um well uh, i i went out mining last week and i i think i took me about six hours I, I, this is slightly unpopular opinion but I don't actually love the new mining system. Um I appreciate that it's like technically pretty well done and cracking asteroids is um is gratifying. But I just I just find it quite boring really. It's not that that's not a reflection on the on the on the system. It's more a reflection on my personality and and mining as a as a as a thing to do. Um it's, but I, I I made 150 in about 4 hours. 150 million in yeah, about 4 hours. It's
2: okay compared to the um the Smeaton passenger runs last year. It's still nothing as nothing like as profitable as the Smeaton runs. The the, 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 the Smeaton runs were just obscenely profitable when they what, what's, a, what's a Smeaton run? Uh, this was when you could load up your ship with passengers, and you'd get like, please take sixteen passengers to a place, five or six hundred thousand light seconds away so what you do is you fill up your 160 seat anaconda with passengers paying 40 50 million for each mission so, you so instead of being mission. a
3: mega bus you're now being a stagecoach
2: well you, you, you're actually more like being one of those indian buses where you cram as many people <laughs> in you're being a little tuck tuck <laughs> yeah one of the Indian trains, you know but anyway, you could i mean you could pull in three or four hundred million in there for an hour. Wow, 90 minutes worth of stuff because and it was easy because all you did was you just pointed the ship at the uh, Smeaton orbital, and as long as you kept an eye on your interdictions you just sort of arrived there and fill up and come back and it, it was that easy to get huge amounts of money. Wow, okay. And is that, um, can you do that anymore? No, Frontier Frontier nerfed it because uh, what it was was the payouts of passengers scaled according to the distance you had to travel
0: in Super Cruise to get. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, ben, do you want to jump in?
3: Yeah, I was just thinking that. I actually preferred the older way of mining, I think. I think I'm going to... Mining, when I go mining, it's like a... I've always sort of put it down to, like, a a quiet Sunday morning fishing kind of thing. Yeah. And with the old style of mining, I could send out a couple of limpets, go off and have a look and see what's what, fly along to the rock, hit... Get into it with a couple of mining lasers, scoop it all up, rinse and repeat, and yep. it's you could almost—it's almost zen-like in its peace and quiet. Yeah, um, the new stuff is a lot more proactive.
0: Yes, it is more active, definitely.
3: Um, but I'm not convinced it's actually necessarily better. Um, hmm.
0: It's more varied, yeah. certainly. It's more it's-
3: varied, but I don't know if I—I I don't actually know if I prefer shoot it with a mining laser and get random stuff falling off off of the rock, yeah. or shoot little nodes off with an abrasion blaster, get that, then press and hold to get me drill in, and then press again to release the drill or whatever it is, um, and make sure you're doing it all in the right places. And then finally, of course, swim around the place searching for the mother
0: load and hope you don't mess it up. Um, uh, I've got to admit, I, d- I, didn't, um, I didn't dislike the old system. I, did, I, I, I think I found it quite meditative that um, yeah. you know, shooting a Prospect olympic at a thing, and then you get a, like, there was a real evaluation um, sort of process of, um, oh, you know, is does this have... Uh, like is this is this asteroid worth my time or should I um should I move on and then nice. actually the, the the firing the lasers was a was a skill that was skill based because it, you know firing at the pole of an asteroid was better because um the um because the, uh it you your fragments wouldn't fly off in lots of directions because of the spin um and um and you could do things like You know, fire at an angle um, at the at the rock face so that um, to make it uh, the angle better for your collectors to grab the fragments and that kind of thing. So I just enjoyed drawing villas in the rock. (laughs) It certainly it certainly wasn't like it certainly wasn't a complete lack of skill. It wasn't like jonking, for example, which Mm. is just hold a button and then get a reward. Um, Just just out of interest, Mm. have anybody have there been before the mining overhaul? Were there any loud calls for? Um, an overhaul to the mining system.
2: People did say it had got pretty boring, um, and it, it was a consistent feedback that mining is really boring. It's like watching paint dry. Um, so I think it was definitely due an overhaul, um, and I think the overhaul is, is a good one. I mean, it's uh, certainly the couple hours I did the Void Opal thing today testing out this thing. I, I quite enjoyed it. It was a nice challenge. I, I took a cutter thinking I could load it up, but the cutter really isn't suitable for it. Um, no, it's, just it's not maneuverable enough. Not yeah, I, I swapped for Python um, in the end. But, yeah, it was it was enjoyable, um, probably because it was new. I think if I was doing it for eight hours a day, I'd find it a bit boring. But, um,
0: yeah, <laughs> if I think it was your actual job. <laughs> I agree. I would find it boring. <laughs> Um, I, I do um I do think it's good and I think the way that players approach things is um is sometimes part of the problem. Um this is it sounds unrelated, but when I um uh I remember when um we were discussing power play on the forums or I was reading the discussion, somebody said um there's a comment from a player which was along the lines of and this is gonna sound stupid, but it was along the lines of um oh you know it, it takes a year of module shopping before you can actually get involved in powerplay anyway because you've got to pledge to each power for a month to get their special thing um and and obviously you know that's complete nonsense the whole idea of the powerplay specific modules is that they just add a bit of flavor um the, the the idea is not that they are there for every single player to to obtain um but that player saw that as content to be to be consumed and they were damn well going to consume it um and um players are slightly players so players responded in kind of unusual ways. So mining that it probably wasn't intended as a hundred million credit an hour um major cash cow, um and only for people to do the vo- Void Opals thing. It was probably intended more of a like a mixed income activity where you'd go and do all of it, you'd do the the drilling and you'd do the you'd use the regular lasers and you use the You'd use the this, this subsurface missile, and then you'd, you'd do, and then you'd occasionally find a crackable asteroid, and you'd be like, "Oh, this is exciting." But the way that players have approached it is, okay, there is a there is a theoretical there's a theoretical maximum earning here, which is just just pursue the crackable asteroids. That's all I'm going to do. So, like, I wonder whether we've kind of made it boring for ourselves because we've deliberately shut out a whole ream of the, you know, we we're, we're, ju- we're just doing one specific small aspect of the overhaul just because it's the most profitable, if that makes sense. But that's player behavior.
2: That's human nature to do that, isn't it? Um, it is. As for whether it's intended or not, I think Frontier have said that the, the payouts and stuff like that are what they what they want. So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, but again, I, the fundamental question comes back, and I know we've talked about it before, is if your intention is to make credits in bigger ships, then fair dues to you. But I don't believe the game is designed of those being the out and out objectives to get bigger ships and more money. I do not think the game is designed to have those as the sole objectives. It's, it's there. where well, they, they are. It can be an objective, but
0: they're not game progression. They're tools. They're enablers. Um, I probably disagree with you on, on the face of it. I, it's not obvious what... Frontier consider a normal game progression if it's not money and ships. I think in the dev videos David Braben talked about earning more money for more com- more components and a bigger and better ship as um as the major progression uh mechanism in the game. Um, I can't you know, that don't quote me, that's not that's just a feeling. Um So um Ben, do you wanna have you got an opinion on this?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go sham here actually. You know, I've stepped all the way up through to a fairly well-engineered, A-rated cutter. And then, according to your definition of progression, I've taken a humongous step backwards to fly a ship I actually enjoy flying.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. And actually, Shan Shan has said in the past that he really enjoys flying the big ship. And I don't. I, I really enjoy flying the small ships. So actually... And I guess actually, progression progression probably differs depending on what you want to do as well. Because getting a really, really fast, well-engineered small ship might be an end-game goal for some people.
3: Yeah, and I mean, I have to confess, actually, uh, on my Alps, I've been flying the Type 9, which I I remember handing the Type 9 in for my Anaconda on AIDS years ago now, and I breathed such a sigh of relief there. (laughs) But... I am really enjoying flying the Type 9 at the moment on, on my alts. <laughs> Why? What are you enjoying about it? I have absolutely no idea. It's just like, it's big, it's slow, but it feels majestic. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'll have to speak to Cow. He's he's the... Cow's the Type 9 lover. Um, but I'm... Everything has to be so deliberate. I really actually appreciate that.
0: Huh, interesting. I do I I find it I love hearing people talking about enjoying flying the big ships because it's not something I've ever um it's not something I've ever managed to find enthusiasm for. Um I can completely get that um that there is a, a pleasure to it. Um I'm flying a, a courier which does uh which has a cruise speed of six hundred and twenty seven meters per second, which is actually impractically fast. Like it's irritatingly <laughs> fast. Um so Have you taken it down
3: and done some speed polling with
0: it? I did some speed bowling today. Yeah, I did some speed bowling for the first time. It didn't get very fast. I got to something like 900 metres per second. That's um, not No, it's not. Uh, so, um, But I was, I was just proving to myself that I could do it.
4: Okay.
0: Um, so I'll be doing a bit more of that in the future. Thing is, it's made out of actual tissue paper. <laughs>
4: um,
0: anyway, uh, shall we have a quick ad break? Um, if any listeners would like, we, we've got um, a fairly sparse um agenda for this evening because there aren't that many of us here so if we have space for any questions if anybody would like to um to ask anything anything for any of us specifically to answer or anything you'd like us to discuss or, or potentially talk about in, in a future episode do put them in the chat now um and otherwise we'll be back in a minute or two
1: This is a public service announcement from the Fuel Rats. Please stop what you're doing and pay attention. If we can rescue you, we will. But you can help us help you by following these easy steps. One, fly 50 light seconds or so from the system's main star and drop out of supercruise; Two, note down the current system and the nearest stellar body. Three, if you're on emergency life support, log out immediately. 4. Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions?
2: In-system travel... Sometimes it takes so long. I have tools for all kinds of circumstances on my ship. But the one thing I don't have a tool for is uneven tan lines. I just want to look like a million credits. But when you're living for days on a ship with processed and filtered air
5: it really dries out
2: your skin. I use Better Hope Golden in Tan Cream. It just boosts your confidence. I don't believe that beauty is only skin deep, but now I really do look like a million credits. Even my friends mistook me for a genuine gold skin.
5: Jameson and Jameson. Upgrades and services for your body. Hello. Um,
0: we're back. So, uh, Community Corner, what the hell is going on? A couple of things that popped up this last week. Um, Probably the biggest is the Hutton Orbital Truckers' Dusty Bento Balls convoy. Um, Psycho Cow, are you going to take us through this? (laughs) Um, Yeah, as with
1: most um, Hutton Truckers events... Uh, a, a witty title is always required, and, and and the ruder, the better. I mean, we've just taken the system that's going to generate weeks and weeks of rude comments because we've just taken haghole right, so yes, you took yeah. I know that was a uh, I know that was a goal <laughs> congratulations nope. <laughs> Any no. right, Um. okay so for this particular uh, event uh, is one of our big been in planning for a wee while uh, convoys and um, suddenly you know with the sort of rate of the recent um, fixed 10 out of 10 stations which went really well uh, it's just you know more people which is the best thing about Hutton is the new members coming in and picking up the mantle and and running with it and creating their own events and creating their own little mini-groups to have their own organisers and stuff and they they just keep, you know, smashing it out of the park. And this is another example of this. Um, So, the story behind this event is Gwen, the site of the best dance parties in the galaxy, has a problem. It's got something to do with all the dance dust. They've got no balls. (laughs) <clears throat> disco balls, Ben. Luckily, Hutton knows exactly oh, where they it's have balls goes. we don't, any questions? Yes, yeah, well yeah, <laughs> the ball rats. <laughs> um Lucky Hutton knows exactly where its balls are, and that's at Bento. Bento is famous for making snow globes for the winter season, but in the summer they're all rigged for party gear and use their ball polishers to make disco balls. This year's convoy, also known as the Dusty Bento Balls Party Run, will be taking place on the 8th of June and is indeed to bring your shiny disco balls to where the party is. So, yeah, there you go. We'll be. It's, it's a load of balls, frankly. <laughs> And Sounds shi- great fun, yeah. Fun. Shipping balls, and uh, well, you see, the thing is, we, we've Hutton's done a oh, creaky, three convoys. One was led by Ed uh, Lewis and his uh, apprentice years where um, he wanted to get involved in the playgroups and took on the uh, running a Hutton convoy uh, was instantly ran into pirates they chased him, he jumped made every mistake that you can make trying to escape and ended up swearing live on stage uh, the stuff of legend uh, was drawn, <laughs> it was amazing fun and this will be much the same, so we will all assemble at a starting location uh, with our ships loaded up with uh, bento balls, don't forget those On jump we will have the first destination revealed and then we'll have a three minute timer between jumps. This is amazing and so much fun and gives people a chance to catch up should they go boom or miss it or fall behind or get interdicted. Um, We will have wings involved running protection, we'll have fuel rats running uh, refuelling stations, we'll have all these kind of things in, in place to try and... Make it feel like you've got a hope in hell. Of course, we do expect there to be problems. We do expect there to be mistakes, and we do expect those wonderful members of the community that play pirating properly to get involved and to enhance the experience, as opposed to the gankers who, You know, may well get along, but you know, limited damage if you don't give a shit about them. And that's what we always recommend. Van going to be speaking to Don Attenachi again, isn't he? Well, the Don always likes to get involved and tackle the, um, you know, from the other side of the let's bust their balls so I'm sure that there will be a mental ball busting <laughs> oh, uh, event running... <laughs> In some other group uh, who determined to take the truckers down a peg or two. Uh, if you notice, to catch them all. if you notice on the right hand side of the Twitch screen, you'll see that uh, I have a PC version at the bottom in my Type 9 with no shields, that's how I roll. And in the top version, you'll see a Diamond Black with no shields, that's how I roll. So, whatever, if the shit hits, I'll be gone first, so don't panic about it because I fly without <laughs> shields. Um, I don't know why you know what I mean? I just don't give a crap. <laughs> that's the problem.
3: <laughs> so, uh, and I, that's why it took you several attempts to get Tobago Point and I Back. I
1: got there. Your determination got me there. And I know you did. I was there. So the route is predetermined. We will have a beautiful document of that. Uh, we will have wing leaders. We'll want people to get into ling- wings. You need to have 15 light year jump range minimum. Um because that's what our maximum jump is going to be. So 20ish jumps, uh 20ish jumps uh, uh, we will have scooping time. You got that 3 minutes to scoop. So don't have a class E one class one E fuel scoop fitted. That's not going to get you there. Um, so yeah, lots of fun and we want to we want to do this thanks to the new journal um, ...access through the API. We want to do this on PC, PS4 and Xbox. So all platforms. We'll try and have a radio uh, broadcast open... ...so we can get your shout outs over the radio. Um, yeah, we're just going to try and make sure that it's fun... ...and a big event and we want as many people involved. If you've never done a player-run event and distant worlds just seemed too much of a commitment this will be an evening and it'll be a lot of fun turn up at the right time, join in on whichever platform you're on and just be part of something that's just a bit silly and a bit of fun and yeah, don't take it too seriously if you get killed, it's alright, don't worry if you have a problem, if you really do need help getting loaded up then obviously join the event group page, it's a forum thread if you search for um, hus- Hutton's Dusty Bento Balls Convoy Eighth of June, you should find it in the forum. That makes it nice and easy. Uh, or you can go to five the Huttons- minutes later, to the FBI, will find you. Yeah, just watch your Google search for history. But if you look at the event page on Hutton's uh, Facebook page or well Discord, then just ask around, and we will put the note in the show notes at the end. Um, yeah so it should be a lot of a lot of fun um and we'll try and get you the link so because obviously we've got entaris um, fusion who is the creator of our Hutton helper which hooks into the em um, uh, elite dangerous market connector and allows us to keep track of what our truckers are up to where they are and how much they've traded and we're working on getting the Xboxers and the PS4s into that system too, so that we can duly uh, recognise the sterling efforts of truckers everywhere. I remember, you don't have to just be a trucker for Christmas, you can be a trucker and you can be any other player group, the truckers is a way of life, um, and it might be a passing phase that you go through of trucking, um, it's not a exclusive, oh no, sorry, you can't be a scientist if you're a trucker. It's unlikely if you're a trucker that you have the uh, wherewithal to be a scientist, but it doesn't necessarily preclude you. Uh, Where else is there? So you can turn up in the day or you can go to, oh yeah, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hut orbital. Find it all. And on the forum thread, you have all the various people that are involved currently to attending. And there'll be more information as we get closer and closer to that wonderful date of the 8th of June. Um, And, yeah, as usual, you would expect some real-world prizes if you're involved, and bring that special element of comedy, uh, kindness, excessive stupidity, um, going to those lengths that are just beyond all those of human understanding... Just you know any exceptional behavior uh, is always well recognized, and if you happen to be nominated for a prize, uh, then you may well find yourself receiving something in the real world to note your services to the game um, We normally have top quality so quantities of deliveries done. we tend to come up with all kinds of ideas of ways of being able to get a mug into your hand, which is my mission and has been our mission in hunting truckers. To make sure that you don't just get it for nothing, that you earn it, and therefore it has a value from that. And when you see how desperate people want these uh, beautiful Hutton mugs, it means we've done it right. And we'll keep doing it right, hopefully, for as long as we can. So, you want a mug? Surely good. Get involved. You might not get it, but it gives you a chance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be in it to win it. That
1: sounds fun. It will be, that's all we can guarantee is it will definitely be a laugh and the more people we get involved the more spectacular it can go right and and also wrong Um, the last convoy I had a faulty cargo hatch and so Commander Lestri 69 decided he would help me by using his um, dolphin to knock my dolphin and knock the cargo out so that it could be sold Um, but he knocked me a little bit hard which took us both out of the convoy in one glorious fireball. <laughs> That's sounds So yes. Um,
0: brilliant. Okay. Uh, right. Other uh, community news. Um, one. T- t- an aside. Not really in the. Um, not really in the show notes. Um, did anybody see the Galnet article about the uh, the player's ship or the commander's ship being stolen? No, just me. I did. Yeah, well, I I saw it, and it was kind of like this.
2: Where is this leading to? Are we talking about Grand Theft Dangerous or
0: something? It. I mean, it it was a member of the Pilots Federation, which is which is role play shorthand for a player. Um, but I don't think it was a real player. Uh, so like I don't know. I was quite interested by that. Um, it's uh, it would be it would be a funny thing to do like an ongoing story on um it's the kind of it's it was the kind of thing that would introduce a new gameplay feature but it's not obvious how they'd do that without space legs so um no, I, I just wondered whether any of you had had any um struck me it's quite interesting and it was in the it was in the newsletter as well um i believe um other bits and bobs so we um we've got a new video um from matt ricardo about um elite uh, the Elite Dangerous Sh- ship scale uh video, um which is um which is I think the third of a series that he's done where um I think he uses um Blender or something like that and um and lines up me- um models of every single ship in the game um next to each other um to compare the size and they are it's fantastic. It's so good. Um, it is, yes. I-, I saw that today actually.
2: Um and I'm glad he's gone back to that format because I think there's one previously a year or so ago where he kind of had one landing pads and things like that, which I didn't think worked quite as well. No. Um, but this, but, but this one is very good. He, he doesn't just go for them in one uh, perspective. He's changed them. So there's like an overhead view, a side view. And, yeah. 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 Uh, the front uh, all right sorts that. of so- Yeah. where well, you get the height comparisons as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's
0: definitely worth checking that out. Um, and, uh, I was amazed that the uh, the Type 9 is the same. That blew my mind. Huge thing. Um, Sorry, Sue, if
3: you broke up there, the Type 9 is the same as what?
0: Type 9 is... He, he overlaid a, uh, a model of the International Space Station um, above the Type 9, and they're basically the same size. So you're that's, currently... That's flying actually, to- yeah. That's so actually my trying-
3: one criticism about the video is I found the overlays were up there for too short a period of time. <laughs> that's such a nitpick. It is, but I, while well, I was looking at I was like, oh my God, that's that. And then it's like, it's gone all of a sudden. Yeah, I,
0: I, I know what you mean. I was a bit like, um
3: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'd almost maybe prefer it to just like pan over and always to be there rather than fading in and out. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, but anyway, Matt Ricardo, if you're listening, uh, awesome you job, there. sir! Brilliant, and that was absolutely fantastic. Um, there's also been uh, another bug that's been flagged—the canopy strength bug. Um, ben, have you encountered this?
3: I haven't encountered it, but I know it's something that a lot of folk out on DW about, and the all fields are basically. Letting everybody know that if you're having problems, give them a shout a s a p and they're obviously they're spread throughout the galaxy now um you know ready for anyone who's got any problems so let me just go and check my canopy cock my canopy level while I'm talking about it is um,
0: it that the is it that they've lowered the resili- the integrity stat for that for that module or is it that um or or is it that it's like a is it linked to the um, the power priority bug or something like that, or is it just is it just that they've made cockpits less resilient?
3: Oh, I, I, it sounded like it was originally a graphical bug or a a, a problem in the UI, and now some ex, some experiments are saying actually no, it really is a bit weaker than it were. Huh? Random. Very um, strange. And, yeah, so it's just even more made of glass, I guess you could say.
2: (laughs) Because that does actually have a potentially big impact on anti anti xeno ships, because it seems, when I've bought Thargoids, they always seem to go for the canopy. Um, So, I mean, yes, explorers are vulnerable because their ships tend to uh, have more exposed canopies. But, yeah, for anti-xeno stuff, it Mm -hmm. could be quite damaging
0: for... uh, yeah, that's oh, a good yeah, point. Effort. That's a good point. Yeah, it is definitely it's definitely a um a real risk for AX because the the Fargons, um, they fly directly at you, um, right in the middle. Um and um uh and the vulture is used for AX combat a lot, and that's got like a uh that's basically got a conservatory on the front for a cockpit. I was in the um the vulture in VR for the first time the other day and I basically felt like I was sat in a greenhouse. It's quite fun. Uh, so yes that is uh, that is a a risk so um, please be careful out there and if you do happen to break your canopy remember to call the seals immediately Um, did we have any questions from the twitch chat I don't think we did did we no
3: no I don't think so they're busy talking about bully about what bully I'm, I'm I don't know if, if Windpike is talking about Bully the Game from Rockstar, or <laughs> or possibly maybe from Bullseye.
2: Um, Keep out of the black and in the red. There's nothing in this game for two in a bed. Okay, maybe it's Taps. I don't know. Uh, there was a quick question. Um, sorry, I, <laughs> I, I forget the chap's name. Um, Commander yeah. Hales, I think it was, uh, who asked, in people's view, uh, what is the best-looking ship uh, to fly in VR in terms of cockpit view other than the aspect of oh. the Aurora? So if you're in VR,
0: which ship has the best cockpit view other Great than the aspect question. Explorer? Great question. Okay, Commander, uh, unconfirmed. My pick is probably the Imperial Courier absolutely love it it's um it's super super uh like in in on the screen it doesn't really you you, it sort of can't really get the effect but in when you're inside it because it's such a small ship and because the cockpit is because the front of it is so narrow you really feel like you're in a fighter jet um and it's just really plush inside and the visibility is amazing so definitely the career um ventura says in the chat that his favorite is the t9 um presumably that's because it's basically a conservatory stuck on the front and you can see everything
1: no don't you go dishing the T9 you, you just you watch <laughs> your there's nothing better than a type 9 than try to turn a corner and bending your joystick over in half that's why I use the water hog because you know you, you do get a bit um yeah, Andy. desperate. Desperate as you're going. But no, uh, one of the best things about the Type 9 is VR and the Type 9. It's the one ship that has a drop at either side of the cockpit of the chair, which means when you have VR and you have the ability to walk around your room, there's certain areas of your cockpit that just scare the shite out of you <laughs> to walk over. Um and if you're daft like me and you set the reset um, for your height so that you can pop your head down through the gap, just bear in mind that the floor level set separately to your reset and you will end up banking, you know, banging your face off a wooden floor. But um, <laughs> by all means, try it out. It is a beautiful ship. Um, I, I've always, since I got the Type 9, loved the Type 9. The only one that has something similar that makes it special in VR is the Ferdelance with its beautiful canopy that you can stand and just stare out of behind the chair. It's just glorious as well. So, But for me, Type 9, every time.
2: Yeah, quite a few suggestions in chat. Um, my personal one, I think, is the Crate 2. I, I like the Crate 2 for the cockpit, not necessarily because of the view outside, but because of all the little details and fun things on the inside. Yeah, uh, yeah, I fight so the great too a lot and
0: it does have loads of cool features inside. Uh, other people have suggested um, the hybrid uh, fighters. Yes, yeah, I've got a um, a lance and it is awesome inside, all glowing blue crystals and stuff. Very, very and cool. And the Khamana said he likes the courier as well. Yeah. Um, good one. Um, the um, Uh, Another good one is uh, the Mamba, Um, for the same reasons of the Fertile Ants, really. Um, Amazing visibility, and um, very plush and swish inside. Um, But a good question, very, very good question. Um, Right, so shout outs. Um, Lavecon fast approaching. Uh, LaveCon 2019 is on the uh, 4th to the 7th of July at the Sedgwick Hall Hotel. Um, in Northamptonshire, and this year it is sponsored very kindly by Spider-Mind Games Um, the excellent guys we had on the show a couple of weeks ago Um, Our sister station Hutton Orbital Radio broadcasts on Thursdays from 8.30 at tv.forthemug.com or Um, radio.forthemug.com and you can go there for just the audio uh, if you're interested in CQC, uh hop on to the CQC Discord, the discerning commander who likes of CQC action. Um And that's it for another episode of radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at laveradio.com onto fo- uh, facebook.com forward slash laveradio at lave radio on Twitter. Um you can join join our Discord chat channel by going on to Discord.io. Live Radio. Or you can join our TeamSpeak server where commanders come to hang out and chat, uh, which is Laveradio is recorded live on a Tuesday at 8.30, and streamed out on laveradio.com/slash live. Uh, thank you ever so much to um, Commander Ventura for doing tech this evening. Thank you. I think it
3: was Grant who's been on tech.
0: Ah! In that case, thank you even more to Grant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you to Commander Edelweiss, Ben. (laughs) Grant says no one cares. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks to Commander Shan. Good night. And uh, and it's thank you, me. Um, So until next time, um, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
5: I'm orange
4: inserted. Isn't <laughs> 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 Need a siphon.
1: <laughs> I'm going to see the galaxy.
5: Oh, Digest, 30th of April, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, SEALs issue Canopy Warning. Hobson's Choice at Zendi. Handbags at Dawn in Alliance Clash. Ship Stolen. No One Hurt. All Aboard, the Gnosis. SEALs issue Canopy Warning. Concern has been expressed following the revelation that some cockpit canopies may not be as strong as previously believed. Scientists now believe that prolonged exposure to cosmic radiation may be making the canopy structure brittle. Tests by Hull Seals have revealed that heat damage, damage from neutron star ejecta, and from weapons fire are all now far more significant than previously observed. Armour type does not seem to make any difference, but testing is ongoing to see if the fault affects some type of ships more than others. Issue 1081 has been raised with the Pilots' Federation. In the meantime, any commander affected by a blown canopy is urged to call the hull seals as soon as practical, and ideally before their air supply runs out. Hobson's Choice at Zende. A new megaship ferry service to a cluster of Guardian sites is shortly to enter service, and independent commanders are being polled about their preferred disembarkation point. Zende partners are offering the service using the megaship Stargazer in response to demand for more and better quality Guardian data to fuel engineer Ramtar's search for improved anti-Thargoid weaponry. In fact, Zenday partners themselves are hoping to get in on the act, and may be doing a bit of research on the side. The regular service will run from Zenday to one of five possible destinations in the Sinuf sector, all fairly close together and all but one offering primarily ship blueprints. The exception Sinuf GT-H B43-1 offers module blueprints. Although there doesn't seem to be any great advantage of one destination over another, the ferry service should prove invaluable to commanders wanting to help with research, or who simply want to earn the right to use Guardian hybrid technology. Commanders may vote now, or wait until Thursday, when Stargazing Tours will launch their brochure handbags at dawn in Alliance Clash. Prime Minister Edmund Mahan has quashed the Alliance President's demands for additional defence spending. President Gibson Kincaid, whose role is largely diplomatic and symbolic, has become vocal in recent weeks, attempting to steer the Assembly to take a more hawkish outlook and to fund the building of whole new Alliance fleets. Mahan eventually needed to step in to overrule Kincaid, rejecting the funding proposals and reminding Kincaid that he had lost his bid to give the Presidency anything more than nominal powers. Commentators are beginning to question whether Kincaid and Mahan can work together, describing Kincaid's presence in the Assembly as toxic. Mahan may need to take drastic action to prevent his authority from being further undermined. Ship stolen, no one hurt. In shocking news, a diamond back explorer belonging to Commander Bjorn Lennox has been stolen from Fort Dixon in Vega. Starport Security Chief Miss Sanders said she was mildly surprised that the thief managed to break into the docking bay, but pointed out that no one had been hurt, and that theft is a far less serious crime than loitering which is punishable by death. Compared with the thousands of ships destroyed in the galaxy every day, a stolen diamondback explorer may seem a trivial matter, but Fort Dixon takes the well-being of its visitors very seriously and has launched a search for the missing spaceship, which Galnet intends to cover in exquisite detail. All aboard the Gnosis. Canon Interstellar's research ship, the Gnosis, is about to jump to the previously inaccessible HIP-4099 system, and they're welcoming hitchhikers. Currently, in the hard-to-reach-but-accessible Flyui-Draia-JJ-G-D11-0 system, on Thursday the Gnosis will be the first ship ever to arrive in HIP-4099. It may be a system of wonders. It may be a solitary star. Whoever is on board the Gnosis will get to know that system very well indeed, as the Gnosis will be there for a week. Five weeks later, the Gnosis will once again enter unexplored territory, jumping to Iris 21565-3937. If you're going, please bring board games.